When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I'm Jared Free. And we are here with a fun bonus episode of The Bachelor where we are going to be giving out some awards. Yeah, our season in review awards. And we have some categories and uh, what are they called? Uh, Not categories. Superlatives. uh, Superlatives to give out. For the season that was uh, a season that we all, you know, we, we seem to enjoy. We, I had a good time. It was fun. I mean, the last few episodes kind of felt like, I, I, this is sad to say, felt like the, old, the good old days. It did feel like the good old days. Like, it's like <laughs> we're back into the swing of things where it's like extra drama, but at the same time, um, I mean, it just feels messier. And I like, we like mess. We love mess. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand... I had a lot of people say to me, they were like, uh, oh, I haven't watched since Peter's season. I got a lot of that. Yeah, I and, have too. Right? And I, you know, and then I had someone comment on my TikTok, and the comment was along the lines of, Clayton was a, a horrible candidate from the start. There were so many better options. And, you know, that is an easy thing to say on the internet. Yeah. Because, you know, you're slamming like big, doofy, broy white dude. I get it. Super I, I, easy. Th- that is the internet's uh, bullseye. But I would say you have to finish that sentence. A better candidate for what type of show do you want? It's like giving feedback. You have to, if, if yeah. you're going to make, if you're going to, um, if you're going to say, hey, I don't like this. Okay, then give me a better option. Or like, what's, better the, option. what's the new thing? The Phantom, there were so many better candidates or people who, quote unquote, people love the word deserve. You know, it's like, okay, well, but also like, what's the show you're looking for? Yeah. And it's so interesting that like, to me, the show I'm looking for, Clayton is the best candidate. A guy who doesn't, yeah, a guy who doesn't know what he wants and (laughs) and claims to know He's ready for a relationship, but has no idea how to go about it. Like, again, when when I had all these people being like, I haven't watched since Peter's season, I'm like, well, it seems like most people want the person at the front of this show to be an idiot dude who doesn't know what he wants and whose mom might have more opinion on his dating life than maybe she should and who tries to please the person who's in front of them no matter what and doesn't, you know, it's like, this is what we wanted. You know, or what I wanted. Maybe other people wanted other things, but that's okay. But what's the point of watching the show? At the end of the day, this is reality TV. 
This is, it's entertainment. It's not like, okay, let me pick the guy who is ready for a relationship, ready to get married, knows exactly what he wants. And so we have this smooth season and it's like, what's the point of watching? Okay, we agree. We 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 are totally in yeah. line. That's why that's why I you know these people that go and you know I'm talking about this commenter who represents people. I don't think that they're a bad person. I'm just saying no. they they might want a different show, but you have to explain what a better candidate for what show. And yeah. if it's I I watch this show to watch love happen before my eyes. Okay, we watch the <laughs> we're looking for two different things. You know, like I, I yeah. We are not compatible. <laughs> no. And and like, you know, I, I compared this to wrestling. You know, I know wrestling's fake, but I also know that it hurts to jump off the top rope. So when I watch WWE wrestling or when I have watched it, I used to be a fan. I go in and out of wrestling, to be honest. I watch for the cage matches. I watch for the no rules bar, you know, yeah. no holds barred matches. That's what this season was. This was a cage match season. Season. This was a this was a table match season. This was throwing people through, you know, backstage, you know, uh, junk closet season. And you and I might be different. You know, the person who's listening out there, you might say, "Well, we would have gotten a better, you know, if Andrew was the bachelor, we would have watched Love for him before our eyes." It's like <laughs> uh, that kind of that's kind of boring, you know. <laughs> and like. I don't know. I've I've obviously talked about how I am not really a, a fan of Clayton or whatever, but mm-hmm. that's It's okay to mean, not be a fan of his. Yeah, but it, that doesn't yeah. mean it's not good TV and it's not exactly. what I want to watch. Both <laughs> things can be true. We don't have to live in a <laughs> land of black and white. You can think Clayton is a stupid fucking idiot, which I agree he is a stupid. I'm not like a sitting here a fan of Clayton and his uh, what have you thought of like they kind of do the post bachelor rounds. What has yeah. your thought been about I, I've I've just and to be honest, I haven't watched their interviews, but I've like peeked in. It doesn't seem like they're getting a lot of good interviews. No, they're not getting a lot of good interviews. Like I watched their stuff on like um the Chicks in the Office podcast and like they had a whole press day afterwards and just watching them. There was even uh, there was a clip of that podcast interview with like Susie and Clayton and you know, they have to everybody has to ask the question like what the fuck happened? And yeah. you immediately see in their face each time it just completely shuts down as if they didn't know it was going to be asked or they didn't yeah. know that they like she Susie even said at the end of um, after the final rush, she goes, you know, I think we're going to get a little backlash. And uh, it's like, no. And, yeah. and, you know, you have the People magazine photos and it's I. Uh, I don't know. The post the post bachelor stuff's weird. I'm on Clayton's account right now and <laughs> a his, dark place to be. It's it's it really does look like it's Kmart. It's a Kmart catalog. Oh, like yeah. it is it is Cole's cash. Cole's days is coming. You know, this is just very much pottery barn esque and you know, they're doing they it's like the last two pictures on his account are your most boring friends engagement pictures. This is my issue with post bachelor, post, you know, relationship. Well, if any if anyone's an expert in post bachelor world, uh, you know, things, you are the expert. You know the <laughs> world. You know the bachelor nation which with which 
We yeah. send them like the the Bachelor Nation Island with which we send these people to. Yes. Please, please give us your professional report. But, you know, Susie and Clayton are just like, you know, the couple from Paradise, Riley and Marissa. Their whole lives were just posting about each other now. They have like a joint Mm. Instagram account where they never post anything separate. It's always like us doing this, us doing that. We're engaged. We have this beautiful photo shoot. It's like, how do you keep those lives separate? And your own self separate, because at this point, that's all people want to see. And so then that's all you have to give them. I would say this. I do believe The Bachelor imitates life. I do think, again, people say, Jared, it's when people hate The Bachelor, they're like, how, you know, oh, you it's stupid. I go, well, the small moments are not stupid. The small moments are actually very real. First kiss, first date, breaking up with someone. Those are closer to life than maybe people want to believe. I would say for this instance, you're right. The male Instagram account becomes all about the relationship. This happens yeah. to all my friends. When they got engaged, they now cease to exist as a internet personality. You mm-hmm. are, you know, the you know, the husband gets tagged in the kids' pictures, the mom posts. You know, the husband in in most cases, this dude, his Instagram account becomes a secondary Instagram account for the woman in the relationship. So that's Clayton. As long as him and Susie are together, his account will disappear into couples, you know, everything. And, you know, when the baby comes, if they if they get that far, not to say they definitely will. Yeah. But I'm saying, you know, Clayton will now become Susie's other account. Susie will do a hair tutorial in between couples pictures. Susie will do. Here's my bathing suit from you know, airy or whatever my, she'll do her hauls and, you know, Susie will have a very, like a veneer personality. And that's what happens to people when they go into serious relationships. This is how it goes. And to kind of go into our next topic of bachelor news, this is the reason Nick Vial's account has continued to live on as a Nick Vial account. Nick Vial is worried about paying Nick Vial's bills. He ain't yes. in a couple. So you, you, we want to report, there, there's been a report that he has a book coming out, right? He is. He does have a girlfriend. And this is the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, but his thing. girlfriend, his girlfriend is, not is, it. is not, it's not the same. His girlfriend no. is as much a sponsorship as the t-shirts he wears and as much, the, you know, <laughs> it, it is, this, she is an adornment to the Nick Vial show that he's putting on. He has to make a living. You know, Clayton, his living is not going to be Instagram off of, what two hundred and fifty thousand? Yeah, he has like no, no followers, and it's it, yeah. it, it's. I mean, other than that, it's really crazy seeing the difference between a Clayton Bachelor following and a Nick Vial Bachelor following, and a Tyler Cameron, and a and a Matt James, and uh, a Pilot Pete. Like they all have. Pilot Pete came from a different time, I would argue. Just he did. As far as and Clayton, I'd say the thing I would empathize with him on is. He was considered horrible just sight on scene. Like everyone was yeah. told to hate him from minute one. So, you know, like the idea you have to, you know, people who watch The Bachelor, I have my opinion of the audience is they want to be considered good people while holding on to their trash. So they want their trash, but they want to be good people. So yes. if it is a public headline that Clayton is, boo, you know, he's the evil villain. Following him takes a little more than just your average pilot Pete to me. 
But um, I would also say that like Nick Vial, the difference is Nick Vial and, and, and Tyler, those are non-Bachelor Nation relationships. Those are single dude. Those are their own brand. And I agree. they don't have to be the good boyfriend. The do- You know, everyone turns into the sitcom, he's my dumb husband and I- I'm the beauty queen. <laughs> exactly. I know. And it's just, it's just interesting to watch that and, and you know, going into this Nick Vial thing, he's coming out with a book, which yes. my problem with all of this is that, yes, he has a girlfriend now and they're obviously in a great, great relationship. They're in a relationship. I mean, we, yeah, sure. sure he's sure. obsessed with her. Yeah. Fine. But it's him giving relationship advice just because you have found one person that you've been able to be in a relationship after what? Six tries on the <laughs> bachelor. How do you have the, authority to tell me what is right and what is wrong like his book is titled don't text your ex happy birthday and other advice on love sex and dating yeah i mean you're speaking to someone who has talked about dating out of his ass for the better part of a decade yes i i have i've i've been in that game tangentially i you know i people started sending in their emails to my podcast asking for dating advice And then over time, I've been just talking about this for years and years and years. You know, Nick has a following, so of course he's going to write a book. I've seen, he's been on my podcast. He came on J-Train. Yeah. It's it's interesting because it's like, I don't know, know, nobody's an expert in dating. No. And I, so I understand the eye roll at him. I guess, you know, when I, I've always, when someone's like, oh, you know, talks about you up podcast or J-Train, they're like, oh, you're. Who makes you a dating expert? I'm like, I'm not an expert. I'm just someone that's pretty honest about my, you know, honest, yeah, about my, you know, about my like, experiences. Uh, yeah, and your experiences, like, and stuff that you've gone through, and also like it, you're coming from the brain of a man, which is very different than the brains of like a woman and how we think. And we're not spe- nobody's speaking on behalf of everyone, but there are similarities. That would be Nick's response. To this as well if someone's like what do you know he'd be like i'm just giving the man's point of view i guess i don't know i've seen some of his videos some of them i'm like i don't know about that one you know like he's, yeah I, I i don't know i don't know uh i don't know about that one dog but i um i i do i mean I'll, I'll be honest like i tried pitching a book and they just tell you like you don't have the following you know and oh my it doesn't God. matter it doesn't matter how good you're dating perspective is they go if you're like who are you yeah that well that's what it is so you know good luck to the book i'm sure people are gonna buy it people listen to this podcast but i i don't know i it's it's interesting you know and uh it's also like as someone yeah it's it's also frustrating you know like you're like uh, you know what are you gonna do what are you gonna do i mean (laughs) i'm interested i'm interested to see what the response is from this book maybe i'll do a little deep dive just for um, he's well. For he's just sold one. I know <laughs> one is sold just because I really want to know what he has to say. And, well, I mean, um, I've seen I've seen his videos and stuff. Like, I mean, like you know, some of the fr- you know stuff about dating is like there's not a lot of original takes. You know, yeah. like it, it's um we've heard it all. You know, yeah, like the idea of not texting your ex on a birthday. Go back in the J Train podcast. Uh, 
10 years ago and we've already done that. We did that, but I also wouldn't but I also wouldn't claim that to be mine as well. You know, yeah, no. it's like, so I've done that topic 17,000 times. So it is, um, I say this with a smile on my face. It's interesting. And like, you know, it's all kind of packaging and the packaging is, I know them from a reality show. That's what it is. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights out on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. And for a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with this exclusive link honeylove.com slash bachelor support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash bachelor when talking about shapewear honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to it is targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression it is amazing i've been wearing it for years now it fits me so well and i'm not kidding you when they say it doesn't roll down it does not roll down and it hugs you in all the right places their signature x targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves this piece is also a booty lifter boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. And after you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Well, should we get into uh, the Betsy Awards for Clayton season? We definitely should. The Betchy Awards and Jorge put together all these categories, these superlatives that we're going to go over. We have a bunch here from a season that we both admit we had a great time watching. So great time you know, watching. Is, I yeah. was I was really I was nervous at first because, you know, what, what we just talked about, you know, sure. the Clayton wasn't a fan of Clayton, but was a <laughs> big fan of the drama. So, yeah, um, this this was a fun season to go through. And actually. I think we have we have a lot of similarities here, but a lot of different ones. So I'm excited to lean in. Yeah, let's do it. What is our first category? All right, um, the first, the best first impression. Mm. Now I said, Kira, the naked nurse. Yeah, that stood Kira, out. Kira, the naked nurse, was so like head turning that opening episode that. I didn't know who she was when they when they came back. I didn't either. The during the women tell all, <laughs> yes. and all of a sudden this girl's talking. I'm like, has anybody seen her before, or like, is it just me? <laughs> because yeah. I don't know who this is. That's how good of a first impression. Like, you, imagine the impression you left is like, where's the naked, you know, nerd, you know, the doctor? She's a doctor. Like, she's like, yeah. like she, I think she's like a. Uh, like she's not just like a, a, a like a, what type of doctor is she? It was like a surgeon, I think. And it's like she comes out in this, you know, doctor coat, and she's got the lingerie and the heels, and you're like, oh my god, who is this babe? And to hear the backstory, and then we come back to that, you know, the the women tell all, and she's like giving these perfectly reasonable explanations for everyone. I was like. Wait a minute. Is she like a, an in-house therapist? What's she's going a, on? Then she's like, a Harvard grad physician. 
yeah and it's like <laughs> you you walk in that first night being like hi um i forgot my clothes underneath my doctor's lab coat and um here's my harvard degree and you're like oh my lord yeah i mean she she looked unbelievable also like she the outdid herself. Yeah. The red laundry. Yeah. That's how, how unbelievable. She couldn't top it in the women's tell all. That's how much of a first couldn't impression she it. made. She couldn't, she couldn't top herself. I said uh, Teddy was the best first impression just because I remember, you know, you see all the girls walk in, but when he reacted to her at the very beginning, she introduced herself and, um, his reaction to her was just like immediate. I mean, he turned around and he goes, wow, she's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, they, he did that with a few different people, but it felt different with her. And then I also uh, really just loved her personality up front. Before I knew the virgin thing, I just thought she was like fun, down to earth. I thought she was very young, but I really, really liked her right at the beginning, like from the jump. Huge fan of Teddy. And just like, she's just like... Her look is like, she is striking, like in, in a way that you're like, oh my God. Like I'm looking at her picture on her Instagram from her first night on the show and you're like, you get it. Like she sticks out. She looks different from everybody mm -hmm. else. She's like, she's got a, you know, a glow go. This beautiful, like, like curly hair that yeah. we don't always get to see. And it's, yeah, she immediately just stood out. I think I compared her in my preview for the season to like very like she looked like a a pop singer who was a former Disney star where I know all the words to the song, even though yeah. I sh I'm too old to know it. And <laughs> I think that's true. And it's like that has like a lot of those Disney stars are like that, where it's like, mm -hmm. you know, where you go, how do you know, why do I automatically like this person? And you just do. There's a there is a likability to a lot of people. And that's that's another thing that you kind of think about when post bachelor stuff, you meet these people and you see them on TV and you're like, OK, so why like why were they chosen and not other people? Why not me? Why do they get cast? Yeah. And then you meet them and you can see exactly kind of what the producers saw, whether it's like they're overly charming or. It's just like a little something is different or they are kind of crazy and yeah. you can and you can kind of and you see that, too. And you're like, oh, this is the this is the reason why they have that like weird X factor in a good or bad way. But it's there and that's why they were chosen. And I think she just like everybody else on this list as we're going through had. So I, I wrote this about. So talk about first impressions. This is what I wrote about Teddy based off of her profile on the Bachelor website before the season even starts. So we're talking about first impression. Teddy is a 24-year-old surgical unit nurse from Highland, California, who looks like she calls everyone she's ever met her best friend. Teddy's bio says that she grew up in a strict Christian household, but she lives by her own rules, which is the scariest thing a strict Christian father can hear in their <laughs> daughter's bachelor profile. But honestly, nobody is less rebellious than a person who grew up in a strict house and thinks they're being rebellious. They'll be like, let's get wild. And he'll be like, yes. And they'll be like, let's cuss and make out. And you're like, oh, as you rebuckle your belt. So I, as you rebuckle your belt, I'm dead. So, I mean, again, just like you're saying, she does look like she calls everyone her best friend. Like, 
And now, you know, I'm looking at her profile and it's like, Teddy came to play on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She definitely did. She was like, I'm here. This is what I'm like. Yeah. Teddy is definitely different than what we expected. (laughs) (laughs) The scrunchies are gone. The scrunchies are gone. Yeah. (laughs) Let's let's go to the the next one. Best date. Yeah. What did you think? Um, I said, I don't know if it's because, um, like I wa- oh, so I watched this episode. I said Susie and Clayton's date where they were in the helicopter and they took it to the yacht. Mm. I don't know if this date stood out because I had, you know, Rodney and Justin and Connor and Rick um, <laughs> all over oh, at my apartment the and Andrew at the gang yeah. at my apartment. But I think watching their reactions to... Um, this date was so amazing, mainly because, of course, we're all coming out. This is the first real season of, quote unquote, no pandemic bachelor. Totally. And you see, you can go on these crazy lavish dates because we went from Katie's season where it was just like barely, they were barely hanging on by a thread with, with, the, yes. with the dates that they were giving her. And now we have you're taking helicopters to yachts and that is, that's what we want in bachelor. And I loved that date because that's what we were missing. It was the first one that we really had back to the old bachelor. You're right. This was the, and and it's why it's so memorable. I totally agree. It was that first. And it's funny that you got the perspective of seeing these people that did quarantine bachelor and they're like, their jaws were on the ground. They were like, what the fuck is this? Where's the cardboard taxi that we hold up <laughs> while on a New York City date? Yeah. I had the, the football date. The I love the was football great. date. I, I, it's becoming my favorite tradition. The, the evil people, the, bad, the, you know, the villains become more villainous. The sweet ones become more sweet they, uh, and less knowing of what to expect. There's people hitting each other. You could see like who the athletes are. It's yes. hot when they start you know, doing – like Marlena crushing it was like – hot you know like and you're like this is why you know and i just think and then the awkwardness of like the people doing the play-by-play um all of it is just fun and i'm i'm, I'm a fan of the football day i like the football day too it really does it really does set apart um the different characters you can see it enhances all of them to a different level and you're and you're able to gauge who they actually are even more i agree yeah, and I love that it's becoming a tradition. It, it, it kind of snuck up on us as a tradition. Yes. All right, what was your disappointment, the biggest disappointment? Susie. Susie's Same. the biggest disappointment. Yeah, she was, she's, you know, it, it is, um, I said this after, I don't know how bad this sounds, but like, you know, like the saying, like, we can't have nice things. It felt like the female community kind of, when she went back to Clayton, it was like, we can't have nice things. Like, yeah, you know, no. the, we, you know, like, like, she represented something, and and again, you know, who we don't have. That's not her responsibility to like be the woman who turns down bad guys for all women all over Earth. But, but you would hope, yeah, you would hope, and it's it goes along with so many different things, and and what the main thing is like the the mess of it all. We were going great. We had, yeah. you know, we had all the girls wanting to leave him, breaking up with them two at a time, him asking Susie back, proposing, her saying no. It's like, yes, yes, yes. And then all of a sudden, like, it just retracts. 
Yeah. It was sad. Then it goes back to one other thing is that I was actually just talking about this sort of you can't believe this some stuff works. Like when guys when guys come over to your table and start talking to you and they kind mm. of linger and they don't leave or cat calling or whatever, you're wondering, it's like, did this, is this really working? Like, do they really think this will work? And it's like, yes, because there are situations where it has worked before. There's some sort of success rate. That's the disappointing part is that it gave, Susie gave the least interesting dating expert a leg to stand on. Yeah. You know, like the, the one that's like, well, you better not, oh, don't call them, don't text, make them chase. And it's like, no, stop it. This is a fraudulent example. Like it can work. And just like you just said, it can work out any way. So when someone says this is the way, they're trying to sell a book, they're trying to sell you their rules or their, you know, their social media account. But there's always work. So it's like the idea that like Gabby or Rachel played it wrong is a giant no. And the yeah. guy, the idea that Susie played it right is a giant no as well. And and that's the disappointing part is like Someone will go, well, it worked here. You know, they didn't give away the cow. They got the milk for free. And you go, fuck you. But, you know, like fuck that, you. that fucking asshole feels more confident today. And I blame Susie for that. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's. 
with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. All right. Least interested in Clayton. I mean, we both. I, I had Claire. I mean, she 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 doubled I mean, down at the women's tell all. She was just like, I'm still not. He's not for me. She sounded like an asshole, but she did sound like an asshole, and it and, and it, it's over the top. But I do. I I like that we finally got to see what happens when the contestants aren't actually interested in the lead. Yeah, I I mean, it was interesting. You know, it was to too see- much. It was too much. Well, like, that's the interesting part. The messiness yeah. is the interesting part because to me, it was just showed me that she has very little confidence. Like she couldn't just go, hey, great guy, not my match. Like it's like when you hear like people complain about like things they see on dating apps. It's like, I just move on. Not for you. There's literally there's and especially in New York. It's like there's mm-hmm. endless amounts of people to swipe. And I get that that's depressing that, the, you know, that's another version of depression. But. Like when you're sitting there being like trying to like get on a soapbox to be like, oh, all these soft guys that aren't aggressive enough for me. And you're like, I not for you, babe. Yeah, not for you. It's not for stepping. Yeah. But I also said Genevieve. I think Genevieve was not interested in Clayton at all. And I think she was interested in the game, the competition of it all. Yeah, I uh, the more she's around, you know, it is interesting when someone just dives into Bachelor Nation after, you know, like when someone like mm-hmm. I, right now, like Genevieve, I don't know, I I, I wasn't a fan of hers. No, Fitzy, like I did. I'm on her Instagram now, and she's doing, you know, the last pictures from Nobu. Of course, it's it like, is. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> so like. You know, when you watch her on the show and she's got a huge glow up going on all over social media, the Instagram is popping. And it's like, you know, it's when you dive right in to the world and you're holding hands with Aaron from the last season, you're both like, how do we get, you know, it, it does become like, oh, yeah, you are, you know, Sinead wasn't all wrong. No, she wasn't all wrong. And like, milking a lot of this stuff like even even Aaron he posted a an Instagram story when you know he was mentioned it during the women tell all being like this is so stupid like why are they talking about this but then his last five <laughs> six TikToks are all about him being he's like wait is this fucking play about us and just like every TikTok that he's yeah. doing has to do with that and then like him and Genevieve are taking photos at the final rose together. It's like, okay, so did you think it was stupid or are you capitalizing off of this? Yeah, it's not so stupid. Yeah, ju- yeah. Just say this is hilarious. Like, yes. you know, uh, be, a, be a, a part of it. I mean, you know, the biggest, uh, one of these categories, the biggest surprise, because I think it might be Genevieve's boobs. These, <laughs> I mean, my God, they, where were they all season? This is They crazy. were hidden. They were hidden under her anger, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they had a huge coming out party at the I'm I'm on her Instagram. I'm like, I, I know, even know I'm looking at it now too because I was curious. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what's going on here? Yeah, they're uh, the good for main her. character. Yeah, they We love to see it. Good for her. So, let's go to the best drama between the women. I said Shrimpgate. I thought yeah, that very whole memorable. 
that whole <laughs> that whole situation. I honestly don't even think I could tell you what happened. I think it all came out of nowhere and I missed the one the the two minute um part of the show where it all kind of came to head or the gave the backstory slash context to it. But the fact that we were leaning into it the rest I mean of the it got season, it, you know what happened was and what never really you know I wish I wish they would go into these things like Sinead became intimidated by a woman who had her similar look, but she felt was going to get, you know, did her look better than her. Because she didn't go at, she went after a blonde woman around the same height who made some shrimp. And it just so happened that she could be like, oh, well, she doesn't. And then it becomes about the shrimp, but it's never about the cell phone. It's never about the Not about the shrimp. It's not about the shrimp. And it's like, and, and she, Sinead, her genius is making everyone look at her right hand while she's really doing stuff with her left. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, Shanae was such an interesting villain to watch that and then just see and knowing that everybody's watching everything in real time afterwards as, as if she did not think. She went full Trump. She went Trump. Yeah. She was just like, no apologies ever. Ever. Um, I'm just going to, you know, everyone else is after me. Everyone else is, you know, and then she used, you know, victimized herself whenever she could to be, she made herself the victim at any turn she could. So she's like, oh, look at, they don't, they don't talk to me when I'm around. So I'm the, I'm getting bullied, you know, it becomes I'm getting bullied. Mm-hmm. Bullied. I had the, I had the, the, the drama between the women. The best one was Cassidy and the friends with benefits situation. Because oh <laughs> yeah, I think that's an interesting one because you are allowed. You know, it was interesting that she gets called out for a friends with benefits situation, which is allowed. You're allowed to be go on the Bachelor when you're hooking up with someone that you aren't dating. Like, you know, I mean, that's crazy. With it, that, oh. but it's the idea that she had to let everyone know, like she, you can go to villain. That crosses the line into I got you on. It's like getting like caught, you know, thrown in jail on a technicality. Like she did because she did. It's not the fuck, buddy. It's going around being like, I can't wait to go fuck this guy once I'm done here. You know? Yeah, that's it's it's that. (laughs) That it's a subtle difference because and then what it became and what Cassidy tried to do again, making yourself the victim. She goes to the women tell all and she goes, the fact that we are going to shame casual sex. It's like, no, we're shaming someone not acting classy about casual sex. Yeah. You can be a classy, casual sex person. And it's so funny to me that like she now has to be the spokeswoman for casual sex across this great nation of ours. It's very funny. Okay. What is next? Most likable. We are on the same page with this one. Uh, Marlena. Bring her back. Love her. Love we Marlena. Need her. She was so good at the women's tell all. She like nailed it. Like she was fun about it. Like Kira nailed a couple of subjects, but like it wasn't entertaining. It was just like, who's no. this therapist? Yeah. And, I, and we didn't know who she was for yeah. like the first 10 minutes. Marlena was awesome. And she, uh, you know, all I remember is that that day where they had to do like the roasting or tell those jokes. And mm. she was just so funny 
nothing was like crazy malicious. It was just like, let's tell some jokes and have some fun doing it. Yeah. Totally. Most improved throughout the season. We were on the same page on this. Gabby. I thought Gabby was so annoying from the jump. But she seemed, Mm -hmm. she was giving too much like Alexis Waters. You know, the the girl who, um, it was at a shark or a dolphin. She was on Nick Vial's season and she showed up in this shark dolphin thing. Oh yeah, she was like, Miss Funny. Yeah, like too yeah. goofy, but but still, I mean, I still we still loved Alexis, but there was no like real, like why are you here? Alexis to me was more of a caricature. She was doing an act. Yes. This, or as the season went on, you're like, oh, this is like this who she is. This is who she is. This is uh, this is your friend in the group that like misses, you know, like she's. She had like very much Phoebe from Friends vibes. Wow. You know, correct. Right? I don't even watch Friends, but it's giving Lisa Kudrow. Yes. And <laughs> because yes. what Phoebe does, Phoebe, her character makes no sense because Phoebe will be the dumbest person in the room. And then all of a sudden she'll give you this like moment of gold. And it's like yeah. Gabby did the same thing. I'm not saying she's dumb, but she was flighty and loopy and you, you know, kind of seemed ditzy. And then, she gets to the end of the season, she nails. She, when when she put everything together, she was the voice of reason and it's why people are excited for her to be the bachelorette, I think. There's relatability there. The relatability and she and that those final two speeches that she gave to Clayton, like right before she left, and um then after the final rose, I was like, Wow, this she Okay. Gets she gets it. She gets it and she's so articulate and so I could have never, yeah. my, <laughs> I could have never spoken clear words like that. Yeah. No, I'm, and voiced I'm, my opinion so perfectly. I don't think I could have either. And the way she explained, like, measuring the love thing, like, yeah. just very good. Clayton's dumbest move. What did you say? So I said, Clayton's dumbest move was trying to please anyone that was in front of him. That's his problem. He never wanted to be the bad guy, even... To the very end, even when he had opportunities, they're begging him. And listen, I don't, many women do this in relationships. They want you to love them or they want you to chop off their fucking head. And I think that can be, I think that can be annoying a lot. Chopped off. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Chop it the fuck off. Make me the brunch table story, which I understand, but this is, you know, that's a true to life. And it does get annoying from the other side because you're like, hey, you know, take the hint. But like, I do see Clayton was in a position where it's like, dude, there's a point where it's like, you can't, you got to chop off the head. You got to do it. And he would never do that. Yeah. No. I said, asking Gabby to stay. That to me was, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously asking Rachel to stay too, but Gabby was halfway out the door. Gabby had already said, hey, I'm not doing this. I can't do this. I want to go home. I'm going home. And him begging her to stay after she said that and then her staying and then this whole thing happening, no. That was the chop off the head moment. Could have been the bad guy there and he couldn't be the bad guy. You had to just, but then it's like, okay, well then now what do I do? Rachel's the default. Who cares? You'll figure it out. This is TV. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's the other thing. Like he could have done that with Susie too. Susie says, I don't want to fuck you. And he, and this is a deal breaker for me. And he goes, 
well, fine, fuck you. Instead of going, yeah. no, 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 let me, go, let me go back and handle this. We'll figure it out. He never does that. He doesn't do that. All right, so most likely to post, post a note screenshot apology. So I had Claire just because I think at some point Claire is going to realize that saying on national television, listen, when I get upset, I just go to the alcohol isn't a healthy way to go. I know. You know so, I can so, only imagine her DMs. Yeah. So I think that she'll apologize in some form at some point to someone. I said Cassidy mainly because during her time on The Bachelor, especially at the beginning leading up to it and um, the, you know, the three episodes or whatever she was on, her Instagram was a little unhinged. Things were a lot of spoilers were being posted here and there talking about the girls. And I think she doesn't think as much before she posts, which is fine. I don't think about anything before I post it usually, but I think she'd be the most likely to have to post a notes app screenshot. <laughs> it's coming in one form or another. In one form or another, exactly. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, best hang. Yeah. Who did you say? I thought Gabby, just for how reasonable she was. She was actually mm-hmm. reasonable. So I was like, that's a good hang. I said Sam, uh, which we most people do not know who this is, but she was the girl that showed up in the bathtub on night one, and then we didn't end up seeing her ever again. But I actually hung out with her, and she's one of the coolest people I have ever met. Really? From the show. Hold on. I'm looking on Instagram. Her name is Sam C. Jeffries. And she's a beautiful, like, redhead. I remember Sam. Right. So we never saw her again. And it was the whole thing where um, she said, like, she self-eliminated in her Instagram post or whatever. Yeah. Um, And I met her in person because I was in Cincinnati visiting my family. And she's also from... Ohio from Cincinnati and so we were there at the same exact time visiting she lives in San Diego and so we were like let's get together like why not really we're both in 
We're both in like Bumpuck, Ohio. Nothing wrong with Cincinnati. I have a lot yeah. to say that because I'm from there. But <laughs> let's get together. And she was so much fun, like instant cool girl, chill girl vibes. She was just in um, Tulum with uh, a few of the guys from past seasons. But she's really cool. I mean, I this is what I wrote about Sam from her profile because we didn't get much of Sam. I wrote Samantha is a 26-year-old occupational therapist from San Diego whose pictures look like you'd sign it on the way into her bar mitzvah. Samantha's bio, <laughs> Samantha's bio says she has gone skydiving 12 times. If you're not a skydiving instructor, then I have to wonder what's wrong with you after your third time. First time, sure, something new. I get it. Second time, maybe it's a new group to enjoy it with. Third time, you're feeling out a career change that involves skydiving. On number four, I'm asking you if everything is okay at home. Are you running from something? Is this what's keeping you off of hard drugs? I hope Samantha finds happiness without jumping from a plane one day. So maybe your friendship is the happiness that she found. Maybe the friendship is the happiness, you know? Could be it. <laughs> Who knows? And you said Gabby, right? I had Gabby. Who did you think was too good for Clayton? I thought Kate, the real estate woman. Who? Okay. Kate was on the Women Tell All she talked more than she appeared on the season. Like, you know, there's groups of people who talk more on the women's cell. Like Kira, you're like, how are you getting this much time? You know, mm-hmm. Kate was just a hot shot. Just yeah, she felt was. like she was just play. They two different leagues, her and Clayton. I said, um, Serene, mm. man, have you seen Serene? Her Instagram she is the hottest girl I've ever seen. And I just think she is over the top, like way too good. She is supermodel, so sweet, so gorgeous. I don't know. Serene gives crazy too good for you, Clayton energy. Is Serene, I mean, her Instagram is shouting, I don't do teaching anymore. <laughs> I'm not. A her Instagram is. I love bikinis and makeup, and yeah. I was on The Bachelor, which, okay, yeah, she's fine. Bringing it. I mean, she's bringing it. But I don't see teacher. I don't see remnants no, of. I don't see third grade teacher. I mean, that, the second group of photos on her Instagram, she's wearing the white bikini. Oh, yeah, God. Okay. I'm dead. I mean, okay, we have to move. <laughs> Anyway, Serene, she's, way too good for Clayton. She's definitely too good to, for Clayton. Okay, she's too good for all of us. Yeah. So. Uh, what did you say for the cringiest moment? Clayton and Susie at the end. Susie looking at Clayton and saying he's an incredible guy Sick. while in the room with the parents of the people whose heart he broke. You can just, like, and listen, you can think your everyone thinks their person is incredible. But maybe, you know, you figure out a better way to talk about them in, in public. Better timing. If you're the couple that fights all the time and then the next day there's a post on Instagram about this incredible human, my, oh, this guy. It's like we all ro- eye roll. And I would say the, the eye roll was being like, he's incredible. It's like, you know, let this, let the body cool down before we bury it. You know, like. Before, exactly. Yeah, before we bury it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said cringiest moment was the women tell all that it yeah. was gr- it was great for the you know the drama and like the closure we're getting on all these women but at the same time me- how mean they were to each other was so gross 
Mm. I, to me, that was just gross. I mean, you can say and speak your mean. feelings and, you know, have these thoughts, like be angry about certain situations. But even, even Shanae being an actual, like, <laughs> devil incarnate, like her walking up to the stage and Genevieve being like, is she wearing a diaper? Like, shut the fuck up. The, the, the <laughs> child, the immaturity of it. Um, yeah, the, the, the most memorable part is Genevieve talking about her ass. And I don't know if she regrets that or not, but that, that is like the moment where you're like, okay, what are you here for? Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to, there's a yeah. good way and a bad way to talk this out. And, and she got her moment to talk it out with her. She knew she was going on stage. So she had to like yell at her before. Like, I don't know. Which brings us to our big, the biggest villain. Who did you say for the biggest villain? So I'm sw- mine's going to be Clayton. And I don't think he acted villainous. Like, I don't think he was like, came on here to hurt people's feelings. But the idea that I don't know how much he learns. Like, honestly, I learned a lot from watching Clayton. You know, like, I, I yeah. mean, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, like Clayton didn't do things that were beyond the next guy. And I think Clayton, you know, he had to take one for the team. <laughs> he took one for the team, but like didn't do some of the hard things. And, you know, some of the things he didn't do are really easy to not do while not on TV. Yeah. So to do them again on TV and defend them like he did, he's it, it's just it wasn't a good look. It wasn't a good look. I said, Shanae, her stone cold reaction to everything and everyone just being like even Cassidy being like bitch just say you're sorry like this is your just do it it's your Mm. one opportunity to like get past it get it all out there and she said no that's (laughs) that's borderline (laughs) full um, villain full like full villain psychotic something's happening she ain't no diet villain she is coca-cola yeah yeah so let's do future paradise mvp I said serene I, you might have I really convinced me after her. seeing her Instagram. She's ready for bikini. Get put her in a bikini. She'll literally bring like a like a little like doggy bag of just bikinis and she'll be fine. <laughs> she doesn't need a suitcase. Right. Just give no. her just give her like twenty bikinis and she's good to go. Yeah, I had Marlena. I just think she'll be fun. She'll be funny. She'll be calling people out. I I hope she's on Paradise. But do we think that? These women will find love. Um, on Paradise, I, they got to fix that show. I hope they don't. You know, like I, 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 I like, hope they I don't. To, yeah, I want them to fuck and have fun, and I want Marlena to like go from guy to guy. Like I, I, I want to see that version, not the, you know, engagement. Riley and Marissa telling each other how much they love each other for two episodes. Like I want to see. Uh, I want to see Piper and Brendan <laughs> planning yeah. out their Instagram followers. That's what I want to see. All right. And now we're on to our last one. Who got your final rose of The Bachelor season? The Bachelor franchise. Just, were, you know, they came back to their, you know, they, their, the, roots. How they, the, their roots, the drama, you know, like uh, I just had a, what a fun season. It was fun to watch the mess. And it was so fun the franchise, to watch it's a win for the franchise. Mine's out of left field, but I don't know if you remember Sierra, but her body glitter 
Mm. Um, that resonated with me the whole time. And I've been looking up where to get that version of body glitter. <laughs> she changed one woman's look, her whole thing. I mean, it's giving a hardcore euphoria. And I don't even, I'm gonna, the only person on the planet who doesn't watch euphoria. But this was even pre euphoria. She was right. ahead of it. So I'm doing like the eye jewels now. Now I'm like, I need the body glitter. I'm going back to like 13 year old K. <laughs> As I'm like going out and this is how I plan on meeting guys is just covering myself in body glitter. So that that got my rose. That was amazing. Best part of the season. I'm sure whatever man you meet next betting will thank you. I know (laughs) his navy blue sheets just glowing, shimmering. And then the next girl that comes over to his place the next day, because for sure he's not washing his sheets, will be like, "Um, (laughs) what's this glitter? Like, oh, I'm really into euphoria. I (laughs) didn't. All right, so we will be back next week for another episode. But until then, make sure you are following us on Instagram at The Bachelor and on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. We also have our weekly newsletter, The Bachelor Breakdown, that you can subscribe to at Betches.co slash Bachelor Breakdown. You can also follow me at York City. And I'm at Jared Free. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. The Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Chris Burns. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and at Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Betches.